Mulder, look, Colton plays by the book and you don't. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky. It's still real to me, damn it! Oh, the gremlin's over by you. Uh-huh. I came in wow. and I got like super hyper. I did that like high-pitched dog voice. I'm like, oh, go, go, go. oh my god. Um, hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and I am the unbelievable amount of violent bruises, if you can see there, Horror. all over my body, because the other night I stood on every piece of unstable furniture I own and killed every single bug that was in my house and deep cleaned everything with bleach and reduct taped all of my sealants. <laughs> and um, I've only seen like two bugs. And I'm Chelsea, the whale that beached herself. Uh, your house definitely looks more conspiracy theory-esque with like the wires from you working at home. Yeah. And just the rugs on your couch. Yeah, I had, well, I had to get under the rug. Yeah. And then just the tape sealing everything up. Uh, but yeah, way less <laughs> bugs. I've only seen the one. So Thank I you. would say the effort it's, was great. It's a win. It's an absolute win. Yeah. And then I realized that they could also be coming from my fireplace that doesn't work. Then oh, it's just my. for show. What if you duct tape like saran? I was going to on like, the inside and then the next person who comes won't know and then they'll go to like clean it out in just a cacophony of corpses yeah. of this fucking god plague yeah will honestly, come raining down upon them honestly it was plague like there for a moment mm -hmm. it was really bad like I wasn't staying at my house like and that's expensive like staying at my partner's house is like a 30 minute drive and then yeah. i have to like come back and work from home in the morning so it really is me like working till six driving 30 minutes eating going to bed waking up at like seven driving my happy ass home logging back on just because they come out at night and no joke i was laying in bed like last week it was so hot, obviously. My room is a sauna, yeah. so I don't have any blankets on me. And I'm just laying in bed watching TV, and I feel like a little wisp on my back. And I was like, ugh, my hair. So I move it, and I'm like, bitch, I don't have hair. So then I like get up, and I look, because I'm like, swatting at my back, and there's like four of the little bugs. And then I lit myself on fire. Yeah, it was like 11 o'clock at night, and I just packed my shit up and left. Yeah, uh-uh. So, and like... It I'll handle them coming from your ceiling, but in the bed is where I draw yeah, the line. They were cuddling with me, so I knew I had to get for reals, and that's what I did. And it ended in me covered in bruises, but also I'm pretty sure I'm good to go now. Yeah. Either that or... Uh, they're living in my bed, inside of my bed. My bed is cushioned by bugs. You know, like when a water balloon gets, like, imagine like filling up a water balloon, but like in a laundry basket to the point where it's just going to start like expanding through the holes until it eventually pops. That's oh, what's going to happen to the tape. That's what the tape. duct tape seal is? Yeah. Maybe, honestly. That's what's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised at this point with my luck. Can't stand it. I think I have less bugs because Puffin just eats them. Yeah, I have two worthless shit bags. One who can't even breathe and doesn't have a face. And then one who's too busy sleeping and eating trash to care. Yeah. So well, they're so perfectly adorable. I don't know about that, but okay. Whoa, that's a big stretch, Corey. You <laughs> missed it with her beefy little baby body. 
Um, also, I sent you a bunch of shit about star seeds. Yeah, you sent me this whack ass Naruto bullshit with her hands. And I was no, like, bitch, what is this? it is not. I mean, it is. I agree. But also, it's not like fake. There's a whole entire and like I have to do more research on it because it's so fucking like off the wall. So the first time I saw it was like it went viral on Twitter and it was this girl and they're they're zoomers like they're gen z kids so yeah. like my sister's age right being like i know that i'm a starseed hybrid child because i have adhd and i i have psychic abilities and i have an aura and you're just like no bitch you've just been on ritalin since you were fucking 10 <laughs> but like there's a whole entire like super woke it's like our age crystal healing hippies but my sister's age did too much acid before they were 16 mm-hmm. and now believe that they are half alien consciousness which is starseed hybrid children um there's another name for it that begins with a p that i don't remember they're like different versions but they all loop themselves back to like pleiadians they think that like Honestly, it's almost a little bit of Scientology yeah, mixed in with crystal healing, mixed in with conspiracy theory alien races into the perfect, absolutely batshit crazy sandwich because they think that like their bodies are inhabited by alien consciousness, which is essentially like what Scientology believes as well. Yeah, But they think that their alien consciousness is here to like wake us all up. I wish that everyone could hear the face I'm making. Her eyes are so big and rolling. It sounds, yeah, I have like six chins right Mm -hmm. now because I've tucked my chin so far into my frown. Uh, What you say sounds cool. And then you watch the video of these cricket motherfuckers chirping and doing wiggly woo, (laughs) like hand choreography going, and then you're like this is a conan o'brien sketch it has to be that's them speaking light language yeah and then watching them open up your energy chakras and then watching them write shit with no like discernible pattern uh that's their alien language dog no that's not languages work hold on you can't i don't know i was watching her write from left to right um using light language to open up your third eye Also, keep in mind, she's doing almost rapid crip sign. Yeah, it's that Sandy here isn't just like a machine gun of queefing. It's her just going with her mouth. Her, like, look at that gang shit. If she did that hand shit in, like, Compton, she'd get fucking got. I don't know why it makes me so fucking mad. I'll watch, like... Really? I'll watch like a 16 hour flat earther video and be like, cool, man. That shit. I'm like, get out of here. I'm so angry about well, it. And I, I don't think, know why. Well, okay. So one of the comments I read on one of those videos, I think summarizes how we both feel collectively and probably how anyone feels. Like when you watch the star seed, bitch, what are you yeah, eating? What does she have? And why is it a fucking fake eye? Hold on. <laughs> Oh, Cora, you Adams family creep. 
So I you was gonna living make... in a funhouse, bitch. I know, right? <laughs> I was gonna fucking make jewelry out of those fake eyes, and she's fucking chewing on me. You fucking fat whore! Look at you. <laughs> she's so Cora. You're so cute. You're a little beefcake. Look at you and your little beefy baby body. You little roll you up in a toddler bodybuilder, bitch. You wanna be a puppy burrito? Anyway, why is she always quiet when we talk to her? Because she <laughs> likes ruining my life. But anyway, um, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, about how we feel. Um, when you watch these like starseed hybrid videos and like the way they talk about themselves and each other and like they're they basically are like this is the pedestal we're fucking that like above that shit yeah. like we are the most woke we are literally sent here to save the human race and wake y'all motherfuckers up with your fluoride covered third eyes like it's this sense of entitlement in that they are divinely born to be better than you they're smarter than you they're more empathetic than you like it's this crazy fucking like weird entitlement that they feel and like some of them are like really hippy dippy like clearly they put like magic mushrooms in their peanut butter and jellies every day like that bitch who's just out here making click clacks <laughs> yeah. and fucking drawing in the woods. But then there's other ones like the bitch who went viral on Twitter that are just like some upper middle class white girl who decided to like dread one piece of her hair and her parents gave her a tough time about it. And so she's like, I am another consciousness. I am like above the rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Ugh. you're just like, yeah, you know that they come off. from money. If yeah. If you can clickety-clack and do Naruto shit in yeah. your spare time yeah. and you're not crushed by the existential dread of our of how like rent is simultaneously going up while the housing market is crashing completely. Mm-hmm. It is completely a buyer's market right now uh, for housing. Then fuck you. Don't sit there and yeah. tell me. I forgot where I was going for that. But I don't know why I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like them clicking at me. Yeah. I don't like them doing like soft space scat. <laughs> it is space gap they're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like what is this yeah. and it's like don't get me wrong i love hippies i love i love crystal people i'm getting you wrong uh, i'll say it right now i don't i okay so like growing up my uncle chuck rest in peace uh, r.i.p a real r.i.p r.i.p uncle charles uh <laughs> he uh uh, married this woman named Kim and Kim fancied herself as like a witch doctor and Kim was a white woman was I wish I woman. could fancy myself yeah. as a witch doctor has a full on you, I say 80s hair and you're like is that what Hades hair looks like yes any 80s hair that you're imagining I'm talking like the super bangs with the perm and then the long like the long mullet like a mullet perm yeah. with a blowout bang yeah and uh, she wore wolf shirts, non-ironically, and like high jeans. I don't wear them ironically either, bitch. Non-ironically, <laughs> forever. Her house was all wolves and crystals. Her wedding ceremony took an hour because she had to incorporate all the elements. And then we had to listen to whales on a CD ROM. <laughs> so she used to be like... That sounds so nice. Yeah, like if you would clear your throat in front of her and go like, <clears throat> she'd be like, are you keeping secrets? Or like... No, she, bitch, I'm keeping yeah. mucus. Or if you ran <laughs> around erratically, she'd be like, stop, man. You'll hit your spirit fairy. And then like one time Ooh. my wrist was aching and I asked my mom for like some Tylenol. And she was like, that means that you're carrying a lot of tension in your heart right now. And I'm like, because my wrist hurts, <laughs> I think I just... 
I slept weird. She was very that woman. Damn. And she would be like, every day I wake up and I just take floss and I run it down my back to get all the spirit daggers out. I can Excuse I me? fucks with that. I'll the fuck spirit with daggers? that. Yeah. Flossing your back? Yeah, do you pull the spirit daggers out? How do you floss your back? You like take a long string and then you just kind of stretch it and you go like you squeegee it down your back. Get that feels like not out. earth conscious using all that floss. Well, you got to floss. Well, you can use it on your teeth when you're done. So your imaginary daggers. It's not very ego forward of you. Yeah. Well, she's also probably Republican. So how's that for an enigma? <sighs> sure doesn't make any sense. You know, it does make I sense. I mean, maybe, honestly, she's like, I don't need like single payer health care. I just need my fucking quartz crystals. Oh, yeah. So, that honestly, it's probably going for her. What does make sense, Chelsea? Ghosts. <laughs> I actually, uh, I have procured a haunted mirror through my roommate. How uh, is it haunted? I don't know. She wouldn't tell me. Uh, but she said it was haunted and asked if she should get it. And I said, yes. And then Wait. she brought it home and put it in the garage because she's too scared to bring it in the house. And I'm like, let's put it in my room. Yeah. Ghosts can't hurt me anymore than I'm. Hurting, hurting already yeah and then she was like uh no so we should see what we can get out of this ghost mirror wait so garage. she purchased it from someone who was like yo i've got a haunted mirror her sibling had it okay. and then was like i don't want it anymore it's haunted and then she procured it through her sibling can you ask the sibling what what haunts it i should bro i would sit my happy ass in a pitch black bathroom and be like bloody mary bloody mary yeah. bloody mary just, and just waiting bloody mary on my butt cheeks and upside down twerk on the mirror yeah and like get it popping um, i'm like come take me away but it's like a super cute just like a long mirror with like a blue border around it, it looks like you could get it at like did Target. she pay for it probably not oh that sounds like fun yeah but also ghosts are fun we are talking about a ghost ship today oh my favorite type of ghost i felt so shitty about last week's episode i don't think you should feel that way i just didn't i didn't you know what's funny we actually got like four messages of people and they didn't like cling on to the alien bit they clinged on to us talking about edison (laughs) oh my god yeah when you posted that tesla thing Mm -hmm. on my page and i was like i was talking about making the shirt like Mm -hmm. oh it's fucking on Mm -hmm. and now people think that i like edison and this is the terrible life that i have why would they think you like edison because i commented on that photo and i was like it's fucking on and they were like they thought i was like oh bitch you post tesla on my timeline oh Wow, yeah, you really yeah, fucked yourself on that I did. one. And then I posted that picture with me and Oliver, and a bunch of people thought we got engaged. I, was I like, no, we did it. You know what? That's on you, though. That I, is, like, I did choice. see that. Yeah, you did a bouquet of flowers and then a diamond. Or bloom-filled f- flowers uh-huh. and diamond. Diamond. Yeah, but... It, yeah, I, you know, I, was play, I played fast and loose with emojis, and now I'm going to pay for it. Yeah, so... Um, just know that, that everyone really liked last week's episode, but not because of the aliens that we talked about, because we publicly came out and said, fuck Edison. And everyone was like, we've been waiting for it. Let's do an Edison episode next week. I'm about it. I'm telling you, man. We still got to do our Stan Lee episode. That's, I can't wait for that one. Oh man. That's going to bring so much Hate. hate. People just love that old 
fucking perverts dumbass so much. Mm-hmm. I'll we should do it and then I'll post it to the Salt Lake Comic Con group. We should do the Stanley episode the weekend that Comic Con would have been. Yeah, so I can get like fucking kicked out again and then not kicked out. Stupid. They can suck my ass. Yeah, you heard that Comic Con? <laughs> suck my fucking ass. I doubt any they're listening. Suck my dick. Yeah, of course they are. are. You kidding me? That's how I like always get blacklisted and then re-added and then blacklisted and then re-added. Suck my dick and choke on it, Fanex. Okay, go on. Go okay, ships. so um, it's called the SS Urong Medan or Medan. Uh, I'm just going to try to call it the, uh, <laughs> oh my God, Indonesian SS words Oreo. I'm going to call it the SS Oreo the rest yeah. of the time. Yeah. Thank you. So the SS Oreo was a ship that became shipwrecked in the Dutch East Indies, which is modern Indonesia. Um, How did it get shipwrecked? We'll fucking get to that. Okay. But uh, Orang is Indonesian for man or person, and Medan is uh, the largest city in the island of Sunatra, meaning English translation of the, of the boat was man, man for Medan. I'd like to add these tidbits in, just as fluff, not really that important. <laughs> uh, just so that people know that, like... You gotta hit your word count. Yeah, I gotta get my head. If I get, like, less than, like, 50 lines of research, I feel like a piece of shit, and that's yeah. what happened last time. Yeah. So um, now we get to be like, and... The first deck was used um, for croquet and lined in yes. mahogany that was stained with a rust amber um, wood filler. Yeah. There you go. And all of the sailors wore adorable high-waisted white jeans. Cuties. Um, so it's the first reference of the ship was when in a three article series of a Dutch Indonesian newspaper published on February 3rd, February 28th and March 13th, 1948. Um, another known reference was published on October 10th, 1948 in the Albany Times out of New York, which may have referenced its source from another newspaper called the El Sevier's Weekly. And then another of many references to the ship was in a 1954 issue called Proceedings of the Merchant Marine Council, which is a periodical published by the United States Coast Guard. Um, The only reason I bring these up is because a lot of people like to say that the ship does not exist and never existed. Um, Yet there are different accounts of it in newspapers, and we will get to one of the most important accounts of all. Why do people like to say it doesn't exist? Because there's no record of it. But that's a record of it. There's no log of it. There's no registry for it. Um, There are possible reasons for that, um, including that it wasn't registered uh, out of Indonesia, but registered off the little island um, for which it is named. It's just like how some people don't have their car registered. Sometimes you don't want to pay $500 for something you already own. Um, So although there are different accounts of exactly what year this took place, the overall story stays the same. So sometime in the 1940s, the SS Oreo was going through the Strait of Malacca, which is a channel between the Indian Pacific Oceans. Mm -hmm. And something happened during this 553-mile passage. Nearby ships reported incredibly creepy distress calls. One notably said, quote, all officers, including Captain Dead, lying in chart room and on bridge, probably whole crew dead. There was also a slew of unintelligible Morse code with the final and succinct message being, I die. Same. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, you're not that special. Yeah. Um, Get in line. And not many people really wanted to believe this that this was real. They all were just like, well, this is a ghost story that got passed down verbally. And then some news stories picked up and it picked it up. And then like the New York article took it from other news stories, embellished it. Um, so the exact details of it have never been quite pinned down from those sources. Mm-hmm. And there's even a video game um, called The Man from Medan based on this. And most accounts consistently note that this is probably nothing more than a scary legend. However, this is because there are no records of the actual ship. No Mm -hmm. formal records, except one. Can you guess who has record of it? Hitler. The goddamn CIA bitch fucking has. Adjacent. I was adjacent. Oh, my God. So there is a letter specifically talking about this ship and other ships that go missing at the time. Um, it's kind of a long letter. It will take a couple of minutes to read it, but I do want to read it because the whole thing is fucking gold. Um, it is mostly redacted. Of course, like all good articles. But it was released in on De- it was made December 5th, 1959, and much like the holographic universe was re- kind of released in a slew of like millions of other documents kind of sandwiched in. Mm-hmm. So the letter says... On May 29th, 1958, I sent you a letter concerning crews disappearing from ships on the high seas or ships which have disappeared without trace. Well, I have just read a weird story concerning the Dutch vessel, the SS Oreo. I will be indeed grateful for your opinion of this story. Also, do you think, quote, something from the unknown, quote, is involved? In early February 1948, an SOS came from the SS Oreo, Dutch and British... And Dutch and British listening posts located the vessel as proceeding through the Malacca Strait. The sea was calm and the weather was clear. SOS, SOS, again came the frenzied call. After a short silence, quote, all officers, including Captain Dead, lying in chart room and on bridge, probably whole crew dead. Then followed a series of the, like what I said earlier, the uh, indecipherable dots and dashes. And then one quite clearly came through that said, I die. Because ships from Dutch Sumatra and British Malaya rushed to the indicated location of the vessel in distress, they found her only 50 miles from the position given. Boats were put over the were put over to the sides to investigate. When boarding parties reached the SS Oreo, they found an eerie sight. There wasn't a living creature on the ship. The captain lay dead on the bridge. The bodies of the other officers sprawled in the wheelhouse, chart room, and wardroom. The faithful Sparks was slumped in a chair in the radio shack, his hands still on the sending key. The bodies of the crew lay everywhere, in their rooms, in the passageway, on the decks, and on all the dead faces was a look of convulsive horror. As a report on the proceedings of the Merchant Marine Council put it, quote, their frozen faces were upturned to the sun, their mouths were gaping open and the eyes staring, end quote. Everyone was dead. Even the That's ships- how people die, though. Like this. But not everyone all at once. Not everyone like literally facing up towards the sky, like with a look of terror on their face. It, well, your eyes just glaze over open and you go slack jawed. Sometimes. I, if you're just chilling, like. But not like, not like a look of horror. Like, yeah, slack jaw. I would say that like most of the time when we're talking to each other, because I'm personally a mouth breather. I'm My mouth is totally open while yeah. you're talking. Yeah. Like, like it is now. At yeah. the end of my sentences. 
Yeah, see, that's what they probably look like. This is where the bugs are coming from. My mouth. Your mouth. This part was the saddest, in my personal opinion. Even the ship's dog, a small terrier, was lifeless. Its Aww. own teeth bared in anger or oh. agony. But strangely, there was no sign of wounds or injuries on any of the bodies. After a quick conference, the boarding parties decided to put a tow line on the vessel and take it here into port. But at that very moment, smoke and flames bellowed forth from the number four hold. The fire was immediately so hot and so widespread that it was impossible to subdue. The boarding parties hurriedly abandoned the vessel and returned to the safety of their own ship. Moments later, there was a terrific explosion on the Oreo, and then the vessel sank with all her dead crew. The letter continues, I feel for sure that the Oreo tragedy holds the answer to many of these airplane accidents and unsolved mysteries of the sea. Also, I have often thought about the many sightings of huge fiery spheres rising from the sea or disappearing into the sea by ship captains and crews in the 18th and 19th centuries. There are alarming passages in old English chronicles written in medieval Latin and Latin in a dubla? Great job. In Latin medulla oblongata. That's it. <laughs> Or books printed before the year 1500 AD, which suggests that these fiery spheres cause destruction and that they come from within our planet. For instance, in 216 BC, things like ships were seen in the sky over Italy. In Sardinia, a knight was making his rounds, inspecting the posts, guarding the rampart, when a stick in his hands burst into flames. The same thing happened to Roman soldiers in Sicily who saw their javelins flame and burn in their hands. At Arpi, a round shield was seen in the sky. Also in A.D. 1067, people saw a fire that flamed and burned fiercely in the sky. It came near the earth and for a little time brilliantly lit it up. Afterwards, it revolved, ascended on high, and then descended into the sea. In several places, it burned woods and plains. Yes, the enchanting sea. What terrifying secret does it hold? I feel sure that the S.S. Oreo tragedy also holds the answer to this secret. Sincerely yours, C.H. Maroc Jr. And this was sent to the assistant uh, assistant to the director of the CIA in Washington, D.C. Hmm. So they're saying that, like, it's this specific body of water that creates weird shit. Or they're saying weird shit happens. Weird shit happens in the sea. And then specifically mentioned the SS Oreo. Well, you know what? It's hard for me to, like, really pinpoint that because, like... We know more about the space above us than we do of the space below us. Absolutely. We know more about outer space than we do our own oceans. And like, I think, you know, like Bermuda Triangle shit. Yeah. There's probably, it's just, you know, there's probably some fucking dinosaur ass fish, shark monster, megalodon looking thing chomping people up. Yeah. There's like a shark that's like. I can't remember where it was. It's in like colder waters up north, but they're saying that like that shark resembles like the fossils that have been discovered. So it's like literally yeah. a living fossil. Yeah. There's, yeah. I think I know the shark you're talking about. It lives to be like 400 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a ribbony. Yeah. It looks like a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. I would, I don't know. Like you want to say it's, it's some like, I, thinking of something like bursting into flames in your hands. Like, you'd be like, oh, that's, like, supernatural or, like, alien or something. But, like, there are straight up fish that produce electricity in the ocean. Yeah. You know? There's, like, amoeba that do it even in, like, caves. Yeah. Like, what? shit we don't understand. I know. Um, 
So one of the ships who logged these distress calls was called the Silver Star, which was an American vessel. And that's how Americans got pulled into this conspiracy. Um, it was them who did the teeth barred with upturned faces to the sun, staring as if in fear. They're the ones who like put together this report. Um, and then also, as said, when they tried to pull it back into port, the ship straight up fucking exploded. Mm. Um, so I will say that despite a lot of sources saying that it doesn't exist, the credibility that the CIA letter adds to this, mm-hmm. um, I think kind of puts out whether or not yeah. like that debate. Yeah. Um, so we kind of get into the idea of what the fuck happened. Um, and there are four different theories. And so um, the four po- most popular ones that I found, they were all over the internet, but the ones that I put together were from a website called the con blog. Um, I'm going to save the juiciest one for last. Um, So there's one that was like a methane or alien pirates theory. Um, This one I did combine. So these were theories two and three, um, which was basically methane. Like when you get a methane leak in your house and everyone just dies in their fucking sleep. Yeah. Um, And there are methane bubbles in the ocean and one bursting could explain the deaths of everyone on board. Um, exposure to methane can cause any of the following suffocation no breathing mm-hmm. sorry uh, loss of consciousness don't nausea. give a fuck <laughs> my cup, my, is, it, is it like cut my own cut what I don't know cut my cut my throat bleeding I thought it was cut my own bleeding cut my throat bleeding cut cut, cut my throat bleed. I don't know I'll look it up okay Keep look it up sorry. Um, increased breathing rate and other similar symptoms um, that basically come with not feeling good and dying I don't find any symptoms, including fear of the sky, however. Um, and the CIA document did discuss that there had been multiple unexplained disappearances. Don't give a ships. fuck if I cut my arm bleeding. It's way more emotional. I was to days years old when I found out that was the proper <laughs> lyric to that song. Suffocation, no breathing, don't give a fuck if I cut my arm bleeding. Wow. Wow, Papa Roach. Get your fucking shit together. Anyway. So now that we know that. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Cut my arm bleeding. I don't know why it would be cut your own bleeding. That's I stupid. thought it would cut my throat bleeding. Well, yours is better than mine. I yeah, just can't understand what weird. the fuck you're saying. Yeah, who knows? Okay. Um, <laughs> so the CIA document did discuss that there had been multiple unexplained disappearances of bullships and airplanes. And also noted these quote unquote fiery spheres in the sky that came from the sea. Um, and then the other kind of fun theory was aliens or pirates. But... Uh, I don't, this doesn't sound like aliens to me, and it also doesn't sound like pirates. There was no actual visual cause of death. What if pirates were using methane as a weapon? You know? My boyfriend uses methane as a weapon. (laughs) There it is. There. But, like, for real, you know? Like, uh, Like water balloons, but full of farts. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they were like threatening them and they're like, motherfuckers, give us your gold or whatever pirates want or we're going to fucking kill you. And they didn't have anything on them. And so they were like calling your bluff, bitch. And then they just released a fucking cloud of methane over them and they all fucking died. I don't know. That's a good idea. I'm not a scientist. So I'm only a doctor. <laughs> 
the next theory. I hope you're a doctor. Of these disasters. I don't know where I was going with that. Great I'm sorry. Job. I'm just having a hard time. It's okay. I'm shooting from the hip. I'm trying. I'm shooting from the hip, dropping the gun, and then spilling my drink all over myself. Oh. And then when I go to pick up the basketball, I just kick it further away. Where'd the basketball come from? I, you tell me. Honestly, that's why you're dropping your gun if you've got a basketball, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know sports. NRA um, girl over here. <laughs> uh, how dare you? Uh, I also found out that the uh, leader of the NRA in like the 30s or 40s... Uh, murdered a Mexican boy by shooting him in the chest and then became like the leader of the NRA after that, after that's he got out of prison. sounds absolutely correct. Yeah, interesting, huh? Yeah, anyway, it sounds like that's, that's how you become the leader of the NRA. You have to murder a minority. Yeah, it's great. Uh, he was the one who turned the NRA from like being a fun murdering animals thing to a stand my ground. Both of those things, not fun. Yeah, well, he elevated it. From one game to man's most dangerous game himself. Take everyone who wants to own AK-47s and put them on a planet by themselves. Yeah, send them to uh, Mars ghost ship. Yeah. Um, So I like to think that this theory leads into the next one. So this one is more science-y and then we get into more ghosty stuff. So the dangerous cargo theory. So it is. Ooh, they were carrying methane. (laughs) <laughs> they're carrying parts. <laughs> uh, it is important to note that this occurred around World War II. There are carbon many... monoxide is what I've been thinking this whole time. Yeah. God damn it. It's fine. Anyway, go on. Yeah, carbon monoxide is like the silent killer. Methane is like farts, I think. Well, I was thinking carbon monoxide the entire yeah. time. That's fine. So replace everything I said with carbon monoxide. You know, I thought it was cut my own bleeding, so maybe we're both <laughs> wrong. <laughs> we're both a little wrong today. <laughs> um... So there are many things that various militaries were doing that weren't exactly ethical, including the research and use of chemical weapons. So, Oh, really? In conjunction with this theory, something that the Oreo was transporting could have been cargo from Japan's very own Unit 731. Which would be why it was never recorded. Absolutely. Now, for those of you who don't know what Unit 731 was, it was a covert biological and chemical warfare research and development unit of the imperial japanese army hell yeah not baby only did they practice human experimentation but i would say that what they did easily ranks as one of the worst perpetrators of war crimes ever period point blank the what they did at unit 731 goes toe to toe with the fucking holocaust yeah and i did not find out about it until well after I graduated from school. Hmm. Um, some of the methods that they utilized were performing surgeries on live humans, not putting them under any anesthesia yeah, whatsoever. Like to do that. They like to do it. And it wasn't just like regular, like pulling a fingernail out or cutting off a nose. It was like full on vivisection where they would slice you the fuck open and pull out your innards yeah. while you watched. Yeah, um, man. It's a mangle shit. Yeah. Just doing it to see. Absolutely. Yeah, they were terrible. They just wanted to see what would happen. Literally no other reason other than torture. Um, The biological warfare that they did was uh, they would get plague-infested fleas that they bred in their laboratories, and then they would spread them over Chinese cities. This is why people think that COVID is a fucking... was was a oopsie. COVID is 100% an oopsie. That they think it was like in a lab and someone, you know, busted a glove open and didn't feel like replacing it because they only had five minutes left of their shift. 
I think that what happened was it got released by us so that we could let it be unleashed terribly and then we could finally have something big enough to blame China for and to cut off all our trade, in my opinion. Oh, I just hit my steps, despite not being moving. Um, <laughs> they would also infect crops and reservoirs, poison humans, test grenades on human targets that were alive, starve people to death, conduct frostbite testing, yeah. spreading syphilis, yeah. and then they would also rape women and force them into pregnancy. Oh, um, And then... Imagine what they did to the babies. Uh, they would just fling them around like a javelin and see how far they. Oh my could god! Toss them. It's like that fucking video of the priest doing the crazy baptism, where he just grabs the baby by the leg and is like, "Wonk, wonk." Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. So funny. He's just like dropping it. Yeah, he's just like slapping it in the yeah. water. He's like, or like he was like skipping rocks but yeah, with, with the baby, the baby in holy water. Or that fucking yoga mom. If of course it's white women, it's like this fucking white yoga mom in Long Beach doing like baby yoga and she's yeah. got she's holding the baby's hand like fucking flips. fling them around <laughs> <laughs> that shit fucking sends me dude, dude you know when you get oh, Velveeta you? and you're trying to shake the cheese packet so you can cut it open yeah. that's what she was fucking doing oh she was trying god. to send all the blood to her baby's feet. it fucking gets me dude oh my god i'll watch that i'll watch some fucking amanda from fucking huntington beach fling her baby around in her lululemons and just cry laugh oh my god yeah and you're like the baby likes it (laughs) it's good for it is it (laughs) i hear a baby's head's pretty fragile shaking your baby in slow motion Mm. um so before you think that americans would never stand for this well think again we we did it too we love that shit uh, yeah, we were totally fine. Uh, if so long as the the p- victimized people, I was gonna say white, but Jews were also white. Yeah, so we just didn't give a shit. It's just like if the victimized people weren't like Anglo-Saxon Christian white rich. Yeah, they didn't care. <laughs> so after the Japanese surrender in 1945. American Lieutenant Colonel Murray Sanders discovered the horrors of Unit 731 after landing in Yokohama. As a microbiologist and researcher of biological weapons, Sanders' job was to investigate the Japanese biological warfare activity. After he discovered uh, what was going on in Unit 731, he informed General MacArthur of the testing conditions, and rather than let the physicians get prosecuted by the Soviets, we granted them full immunity and smuggled them out and protected them indefinitely. Yeah, man. This meant that they provided us and only us with their research because we did not want any of our allies in World War II to have access to any of the data on biological weapons. Of course. So how does this tie into the ghost ship? Well, mostly the route of the Oreo was an extended and illogical route which served no actual purpose other than avoiding the necessary authorities who would have stopped such a thing. Mm. This is why, or this was what explains why the records of the ship were 100% scrubbed except for the CIA letter and why the ship was sunk and destroyed rather than taken Mm. ashore and investigated. Oh. So this leads into kind of like the other part of the theory. Yeah, it has nothing to do with aliens or electric firefish. It It has everything to do with the United States being sketchy. Or what? 
the ghost on ghost crime theory. Okay. What? So something to note here is that the crew of the Silver Star regarded and recorded the cold temperatures while they were searching the ship. Even though it was about 110 degrees outside, there were numerous cold spots that did not make fucking sense. Now, in the world of ghost hunting, a cold spot means a ghost is there. Ghosts, usually an angry ghost. Also, everyone on the ship, including the dog, had terrified or incredibly distressed symptoms. And this was something to note that of how many people died in mortifying ways in World War II, a bunch of dead people on a ship usually wouldn't raise enough alarm for them to note the terrified look on their face. Mm -hmm. Because these guys are coming out of a fucking, the gnarliest war. Mm -hmm. And they were so twisted and convoluted that they were like, these guys died of fucking fright. And then there was no actual reason for the ship to explode while being towed, unless the CIA did it. Of course it did. So the ghost on ghost crime theory could be that while they were transporting any of the secrets from the Japanese camp, Unit 731, mm-hmm. that the ghosts, hear me out here, the oh ghosts God. of the people tortured, uh-huh. rose the fuck up uh-huh. and killed everyone. Including the dog. You know, I want to believe that so desperately, but if history has been chocked full of anything consistently, it's massive amounts of horrific genocide. And I hate to be a grizzly bear of bad news, but ain't none of those perpetrators ever been killed by the victims of said genocide if anything they go on to be rich leaders or hiding away in venezuela or living some comfy cozy life with an alternative name because they gave secrets to the u.s government yeah oh yeah all those physicians got smuggled out Mm -hmm. uh away from the soviets who were the ones who were going into japan to kick ass and take names yeah um, also, the fact that we would turn so quickly on the thought of Pearl Harbor to get secrets on how to torture people to death. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. The more and more I learn about, about what the government does. <laughs> about America. Yeah. I still oh, yeah. want to love them. I love the idea of them. It's like... Of uh, America? I love the idea of America. Yeah. Like, sure. Uh, it was like this one time uh, there was uh, that cookie dough place over by Petco. Doco. Uh, yeah. And I was. they were like, oh, they just serve you bowls of cookie dough. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best fucking idea I've ever heard. Yep. I talked about it for weeks. I got mm-hmm. people together. If someone canceled, I'm like, no, we're in this together. It's mm-hmm. blood in, blood out. Mm-hmm. Ritualistic. Let's go the fuck in. Ordered cookie dough. Um, the angels descended from heaven, sustaining yeah. one long note. I took a bite. Gross as shit. Too sugary. Dude, meet that same thing. They were like, we have a vegan cookie dough. And I was like, thank God. It's my time to shine. And it was absolute dog shit. Yeah. Same thing with America. Yeah. So America is the lead up. Mm-hmm. My idea of it is the lead up. Yeah. And then I tasted it. And Trash. I did not like it. Oh, yeah. Never went back. Dude. Like, it's so... And I don't... I mean, like... Seize the means of production, baby. But 
I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to go like full red scare here, mm-hmm. but you do have the communist manifesto on your computer desk right now. <laughs> I just want to say, I keep that with me everywhere. <laughs> just, you know, that's my Bible. Um, Karl Marx is my hero. Not a great writer, but awesome theories. Um, I like, it's so crazy to me that like the greatest generation, like this, this almost like blood and blood out patriotism Mm -hmm. was born during these eras in which we arguably were committing the most atrocities with our quote unquote enemies. Yeah. Like we were hiding fucking Nazis Uh so that we could be like, tell me, let me read your diary, Mr. Nazi man. And like hiding them in this fucking country. Same with like, like let's not just because we became allies doesn't mean they weren't just as bad as the nazis like mussolini and all that fucking bullshit fascism yeah like we we let him go because it was benefiting us we're like oh you murdered just as many fucking people as hitler did but you're our friend so that's cool we put uh we put Saddam Hussein into fucking power and then came back for him later. Yeah. Like we are our own worst enemy. And the only reason they call it the greatest generation uh is because sadly those people came back with so much fucking PTSD that went undiagnosed that they just went absolutely numb, fell in fucking line, mm-hmm. made babies, left their wives to raise them, mm-hmm. and then we got a whole generation of mama's boys. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. No. Because whenever there's wars and the men go away, there tends to be a social and economic boom because women being in the home with the children without dad's bad influence can be a good thing. I'm not trying to shit on these people, but that's what happened yeah and then we get generations where we're i mean i know that 20 years of our life we've been in war but we haven't been in those atrocities Mm -hmm. so we don't have to fall the fuck in because that part of our brain hasn't been destroyed by what they they make us experience like all the chemical warfare yeah the black lung shit or like the mustard gas they put on people yeah it's now they're just getting us the fucking fluoride making the frogs gay i mean it is clogging up your third eye it just like i don't know it kills me that like all of these stories of like what we would easily call like treason Mm -hmm. and like just lack of morality um and honestly like lack of patriotism because like yeah sucking the enemy's dick i would say is not patriotic but that the time period in which all of that was happening like all the people around it were like I will fucking shoot you in the face before you stomp on my flag. Yeah. And you're like, would well, you know what that flag means? Like to you, the, the no offense, like those who are like naive to the corruption and greed and power who go out and risk their lives to, for an idea. Yeah. Like you don't, you're so blinded by that because you have to, you have to hold on to that like camaraderie and like the notion that like America is so awesome and great because you're literally going to fight a war you know nothing about and potentially die. Like, of course you have to hold on to that. But like when you really peel back the first layer of like what the flag is and what patriotism is and you look at the government and the ideologies like that make up this country, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely, absolutely fucking disgusting. So it wouldn't surprise me if some fucking ship was carrying torture techniques from Japan and was and the 
fucking British got blown too up. close. Yep. Blown up. Soviets of it. got too close. Yeah. Americans swooped on in there. Yeah. And blew it the fuck up before so. anyone could find it. Yeah. And that's sad. I was having this discussion earlier. Did you watch The Boys on Amazon? I did. Okay. So The Deep. Mm-hmm. He rapes people. Yeah. At the end of the episode or the end of the series. Spoiler of alert. One, spoiler alert. He gets uh, symbolically raped because a girl puts her fingers or her hand up at the gills on his chest. And he's like, stop it. That hurts. And she's like penetrating him. And he's like, oh, and he's violated. And it's the symbolism to show what's happening to him is what he had done to other people. And uh, I am part of a debate podcast that I rotate into now and then. And one of them was like, the upcoming topic is, is it good or bad? to feel bad for the deep like should you feel bad for him or should you not and there's the caveman part of my brain that was like fuck you that's karma you get what you get Mm -hmm. and then there's the captain america part of my brain that was like we are only as good as how we treat our fucking worst Mm -hmm. and when i was researching this today captain america would have fucking wept like what Mm -hmm. it makes me so sad because i'm trying so hard to like hold on to the semblance of like liberty that's been shoved down my throat as an American for my whole life. And then you see like cops passing laws where you can't critique them on Twitter anymore because they're quote unquote doxing. They're like rewriting the language for it. Mm -hmm. Or like Utah is saying that like, if you get any more employment benefits, unemployment benefits from the federal government that they can't afford to pay you anything because the federal government wants the state governments to pay part of unemployment so they're like technically if we pay you zero yeah that's a portion yeah and i'm like what are we doing man and now like i absolutely believe the cia sunk the fuck out of that ship absolutely so that people wouldn't know that we were diddling the japanese absolutely absolutely the only thing patriotic about this country is our consistency in being atrocious yeah, the most patriotic things that have been happening that even resemble like the John Locke social contract that this country was established on are people trashing the fuck out of these government buildings. Non-violently, oh you're putting red paint on a government building and they're don't trying to you, hit people with felonies. Don't you absolutely love that? I I think that's one of the most delicious hypocrisies that we get to see yep. currently is that this country was founded on violent rebellions and riots and fire and destruction and anger and emotions Mm -hmm. like that is what this country was founded on and like genuinely like god do you remember that one fucking strike where like the police literally killed like all of the steel mill workers or something like i wish i remembered it but it was i remember like the red summer uh black wall street where they that was a thing that Well, happened. this was like back in like the fucking early days of the colonies. Oh, like really? They were getting abused. Like workers were getting abused like in this mill. I don't remember what type of mill. And um, they were protesting and the police force attacked them and killed like everyone. And it's like because of that, we had then like workers' rights and unions be yeah. a thing. Like... Every single advancement we have in society has come from actual, literal, textbook definition violence. Yeah. 
Some people think that the Revolutionary War, in part, was kicked off by like a kid throwing a snowball at a British soldier, and the British soldier killed him. And then they were like, not on this fucking soil. Mm-hmm. And now that that same ideology, like, oh, if you run from the police, they can kill you. Or if you like resist arrest, they can kill you. But like this country was founded on a kid getting killed for throwing a snowball. And I'm like, if somebody told me that that happened, like, yeah, the cop shot a kid for throwing a snowball at him. I'd be like, yeah, I absolutely believe that happened. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure it has. I'm sure we could Google it right now. Yeah. Like, a kid got killed for having a cosplay sword, for yeah. Christ's sakes. Yeah. Oh, it's I know it. Lake. I know it. It's it's absolutely insane. So, I don't know. When, like, true patriotism is challenging your government and, mm-hmm. you know, your government should fear you, you should not fear your government. Yeah. That's, like, the founding principle in which this country was based on. What And I think that's truly the most patriotic thing. What patriotism has become has been a red, white, and blue cloth covering actual tyranny and fascism yeah. oh, and it's violence. A, it's and a fucking KKK uniform cut with yeah. the American flag. Well, isn't it crazy that like the flag is now becoming almost an image of white supremacy and hate and bigotry? Like it's it's absolutely insane that we've like come to this and I don't know. Yeah, and that's not what I want. No. Like, I want the, like, it's so heartbreaking that uh, protesters in Hong Kong are flying the American flag as a symbol of, like, liberty, and they're like, this is what we stand for, and it's like... Yeah, meanwhile... God, is it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, very terrible things. So that's why, in my heart, I would like to think it was a ghost fight. We can pretend but it was a ghost fight. The ghost fight. fight has to be birthed from Unit 731. Yeah. We could also go with aliens or pirates. Both are also fun. Yeah. Uh, the actual true story, way, probably way more sad. Yeah. Probably just governments being shady. And what the fuck? We're the heroes of World War II. How dare you take that away from me? I mean, yeah. We, boots on the ground soldiers, were the heroes of World War II. Yeah, that's true. It's always like the upper level people. The government up top. Yeah. Those were the real motherfuckers. Yeah. So, and I think that that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. I think that like, um, like, you know, our military people are actual true like patriots who want good for this country, but it's the people who control them that our puppeteering yeah. evil it's fortunate son which is my favorite song by the way by ccr just on repeat it's just like fuck you like mm-hmm. it ain't me mm-hmm. it ain't me so yeah anyway that's, that's sad i know it is sad it is sad when you think that you want to you want to be like ooh, spooky ghost but then it's probably actually mm-hmm. just the united states government but it could have been both you can Maybe. have like murdered people in one hand and ghosts in the other the literal and metaphysical ghost of united states atrocities yeah is what also rip to the dog yeah rip to the dog it that sucks because even fucking scientology like even fucking elrond on sea org threw the corgi off of his uh walking plank of punishment but that motherfucker was okay do you know that story no he heard a corgi I mean, kind of. 
Like, I'm so fucking sick of Scientology. I'm actually like gone down this end of where I'm just like fucking sick of religion, period. And I know a lot of people are on board with this, but I want for-profit religions to be so fucking illegal. Like, I am more angry at this corgi story that I don't even know the full account of than I am at this these Naruto bitches <laughs> click clacking on TikTok. Okay, I'll give with- you the TLDR of the corgi story. So, um, Elrond took all of the early Scientologists who had to apply on Sea Org and he churched it up to be this like awesome adventure, but essentially it's because every single country was saying, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like they were like stuck at sea for a while because no one would allow them to port because they were like, nah, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And they like all did like dirty work chores on this miserable ship and they had a corgi on board as well. And when Elrond would get mad, which was often, he had a fucking plank he would make everyone walk off of. And, like, they would get picked up by everyone else on board, but, like, they had to walk the plank off the ship when they were getting punished. And something, I don't remember because it's been a while, but something happened where basically every single person on the ship was getting punished. We'll just assume they didn't clean the floors well enough. Or they didn't Mm -hmm. laugh hard enough at one of his jokes. So the entire crew had to walk the plank, including the corgi. (laughs) I just want to slit so many throats. Well, Ron's dead, so. I hope his death sucked. I don't think it did. I I don't think it did either. I wish it did as well. So, (sighs) yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. This episode was heavier than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I just like went on a fucking rant about rent and landlords because I was watching someone on the over apartments get evicted because um, they lost their job due to COVID. And um, like, ignore my communist manifesto, but landlords are the true enemies of the working class. And I mean that in every sense of the word. And like, Basically, the TLDR of the rant I posted was like, so many companies are working from home right now. Like an undisclosed company that I know of was renting their one single floor space, which held about 50 people for $50,000 a month. That is egregious. That is atrocious. That is insane. Mm -hmm. And this company had to walk away from that because they were like we can't afford this this is insane we're not even physically there by law we can't even be there because we can't practice social distancing within that space Mm -hmm. and we have all of these massive empty and honestly like there are a lot of companies that are like oh we can actually do work from home we don't need to go back to an office which i think is cool yeah but then you've got all these massive fucking buildings just empty you've got all these new construction like all this new construction going up in Salt Lake of these like bougie ass fucking apartment complexes and duplexes that are like a mortgage. And we have the highest unemployment rate that we've seen in years. And we're in the middle of a global pandemic and we have been like, we haven't been, um, what's the term? There's like the government has a baseline for the amount of affordable housing you have to have. Mm-hmm. And then states can also do an individual on top of that. We haven't been meeting the bare minimum government standard for like 20 fucking years in Salt Lake. And when you think about all of these things, 
and you put it all together in like a thought fucking smoothie, you're like, oh, there's a solution here. We turn all of like these abandoned buildings into affordable housing and we give extensions to people who are being affected by this pandemic and can't afford. Cause not only can you barely afford it if you have a full-time well-paying job, mm -hmm. like I make too much to qualify for low income housing, but $900 out of my $1,300 paycheck goes to rent. Yeah. How is that affordable? Like, how is that even reasonable? Even um, the jobs being offered right now are not reasonable. Uh, they're full-time teaching jobs. Like four-year degree requiring jobs that are starting out at ten fifty a fucking hour, yeah. and you have to provide provide your own cleaning supplies. Yeah, oh yeah, the it, price to live, and I'm just talking about housing. I'm not even talking about like utilities and food and gas. I'm just saying to put a roof over your head has increased tenfold, and the minimum wage has stayed the absolute rock bottom same, and it's absolutely fucking mind-boggling to me as I watched one of my neighbors be evicted because they lost their job due to COVID and had their unemployment benefits cut in half so they could not afford their rent, and I was just like, landlords are pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. What did they do? That's their whole entire job is sitting back and taking three-fourths of everyone's paycheck if my rent for this one apartment is $900 and there are probably like two bedrooms in here as well in this apartment complex and there's mm -hmm. nine of these, we don't have any other utilities and amenities. We don't have wash and dryer hookups. We don't have parking. Right. Like we just, and we're in like a high crime area. Mm -hmm. Like m my landlord is cashing the fuck in. Yeah. You know? And like, that's Okay. Like, why is it extremist to say that housing should be a human right? You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, why Why can we... How is it legal, honestly, truly? How is it legal for, like, housing to be skyrocketing up in price? Because people think that this country was founded on the ideals of hard work, and they're like, that's... Our country is capitalist, but really, like, our country was established by the philosophies of like John Locke, which was a social contract. And that was the government exists as like the baseline mm -hmm. provider for a good society. And anybody who rises above that. Great. But right now the way our society is set up is we're all at fucking rock bottom and we're never going to reach mm -hmm. the baseline that the government has set. That should be the bottom for everybody. And it is so fucking far over our heads. Yeah. There's not even any point Honestly, like some people are really lucky and they make a good living. But honestly, like the reality that most of us are going to have long, terrible lives. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so real. Like why the so I don't want to sound too like uh, obscene, but like why the fuck not just cash out now and just end it? Like what do they expect people to do? Yeah. Well, it's only going to get worse. Absolutely. I was talking to my boss about... Um, 401ks right and he's like fuck a 401k get a Roth IRA because a 401k is taxed when you take it out and a Roth IRA is taxed when you put it in so you don't have to pay taxes on it again Yeah, a 401k when you retire could be 70% taxes taken out Yeah, like and so then that's the system that was apparently set up to help you being taken away from you yeah. like there's it's so crazy to me like my the even the generation before me was like gi bill paid for college 
Yeah. Back in the day when a degree meant that you got like a six figure fucking job or yep. at least enough to like have a stay at home wife yeah. and have a house mm-hmm. like that does not exist anymore. Why? Because every time a new generation comes, it almost like doubles the population. And if this doubled population was all fed the pill that if they go and get a higher education, they'll get a better job and they'll have a better life and they'll be able to white pick and fence it up. When every single person in the world is trying to do that, the analogy falls apart. Yeah. So all it does is delay you from entering the workforce and getting experience. Yeah. And then it's you and 20 other people competing for the same job, which is now price cutting you and lowballing you for $15 an hour. Yeah. Or they want full-time fucking teachers for $10 an hour. Yeah, which is insane. And then people are like, oh, people aren't going back to work because their unemployment benefits are better. I'm like, oh, my $11 an hour unemployment benefits are better than a $10 an hour job that's high-risk COVID. Yeah. I have to pay my own expenses out yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's It's so insane. It's just like everyone just wants to keep their rose-colored lenses on. I shouldn't say everyone. The older generations and those who believe everything that they say want to keep the rose-colored lenses on that this is a beautiful country where if you work hard enough, you can have your white picket fence dream and your, your weekend car and you can take vacations in the summer with your family. That is not the fucking reality in which we live in now, especially during a fucking global pandemic my american dream right now is bleak as it sounds my retirement plan is hoping that i have the same genetic defect that my mom and sister had that make you just fucking drop dead oh yeah my retirement plan is hoping that assisted suicide is legal and i can just check out yeah before i can no longer afford to take care of myself or work to take care of myself Um, and I don't plan on having kids. So then maybe my younger sister would have to like figure out how to put me in a home. So all of a sudden I'm becoming a financial burden on her. Yeah. Like, no, that's not it. Very depressing. I know it is. So anyway, I'm not an extremist who thinks that overnight things will change, but I hope that we can at least have small steps to get us to something better because that doesn't have to be the future. Like that doesn't, if we stop now and start taking correct steps to ensure like a baseline of living, then like it'll be okay. Stop the Democrats from being so utterly fucking useless right now and simultaneously get Trump out of the White House. We will be gold because as much as we want to shit on the Republican or conservative party, they are being so effective in what they're oh, fucking doing. Oh, it's because doing. Republicans are right or die, baby. Yeah. Democrats are too busy fighting amongst themselves. Yeah. Republicans are always for the team. Yep. Like that's why arguably why I think my dad's like pretending to be Trump supporter because yeah. he's for the team. Absolutely. He's like, I'm always for the team. Like I'm always going to do it. I'm always there for the team. And that's one thing that they have above us. And yep. like, as much as I think like fucking Biden and Kamala Harris are a shit show of like fucking ass backwards. They're store brand politics. Bernie Sanders and AOC. No, I would even are. say worse. Oh yeah. I saw that meme where it was like what I expected to buy or what yeah. I thought I was buying. And it's, it's like Bernie the shit you see on wish AOC. And then yeah. you order it and then it comes. You're, like, you're like, oh, oh man. But like I like Kamala Harris is a fucking piece of shit cop. Yeah. Who has been like, Oh, prison perpetuating, stocks went yeah. up. 
the prison she... industrial complex is the platform in which she stands on. And of course, it's some fucking boomer Democrat ideology thinking if we just get a black woman as his VP, we've got a shoe in. That's how fucking tone deaf they are. Yeah. I agree that the fucking Democratic Party is shitting the bed right now, but we need to pull what the Republicans do best and go for the team. Yeah. We've got to go for the team. Yeah. We've got to vote for the team. Everyone has to register to vote. Everyone has to vote. You need to suck it up like we talked about before. Suck it up. Yep. Vote Democrat this year. And then, you know, local elections, write-ins, and do your independence and green parties however you want. But this year for the presidential election, you need to vote Democrat. Yep. That's it. Point blank. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And it sucks. You I know. Do it. It's and not just dem- regular any other Democrat because there will be other Democrat yeah, candidates. You gotta, you gotta go, go Biden. You gotta you go, go Biden Harris. Biden Harris. You've got to. And it sucks. Yeah. I don't want to vote for him. I but don't I either. Absolutely will. But we have to because Every, everybody we, who doesn't want to do that needs to have learned their lesson. Yeah. From four years. How many? How many more lessons do we have to be like? Have beaten into us by a Trump presidency before you're like, fine, I'll fucking do it. Like, yeah. how many? You know, how many videos of families being ripped apart by ice and children being lost in camps do you have yeah. to see before you're like, fine, we objective fucking A is getting Trump out of office? Yeah. That's it. Yep. So. I you feel know? more depressed. You should, because that's what it is. At least my apartment is in bug hell. I actually haven't seen any bugs. Yeah, that because one's flying over there. Oh, but. God damn it. There's three. There's four. Ah, my life's falling apart. But anyway, um, let the depression fuel the fire inside of you that leads you to make right decisions, even when they're tough and hard to make. Yes. You know? Let the depression you feel fuel your need to read and be educated and learn about your local politics, learn about upcoming elections for whatever district you live in. Like let it be something that fuels you. Like that's why I have the communist manifesto. Also shout out to the listener who hit you up and then you referred them to me uh, for a reading list. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you. I like to talk about all the crazy books that I really enjoy. I mean, um, right now I am reading, I'm just falling down a radicalism hole. Well, not really radicalism. I'm not a communist. I think that socialism is the way. So that's where I'll end on that. I was trying to think of something sassy to say and I can't remember it. All I remember is when we went to the Trump rally and those kids from the frats were like, read Communist Manifesto. And we were like, we did fucking read it. Do you know who wrote it? And then they was like, blah. Yeah. I hate them. I know. I know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's that's it on that. Um, if you want to read something kind of fun, read Superman Smashes the Clan. It's a graphic novel that came out and it's super well done. Oh, that sounds like uh, fun. Yeah. And it just you just get to see all these sad, angry white people not be able to do anything because like how are you going to go up against Superman? You can't. You can't. Um, I would recommend any of Caitlin Doty's books. She is the Order of the Good Death on YouTube. Um, I have been reading um, The Smoke Gets in My Eyes and other stories from the crematorium. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, hail Satan. Hail Corgis. <laughs>